0: Wait a minute, am I a hand guy? Oh no. I think so.
1: It's December 7th, 2022, and this is Rare Encounter, Encounter number 125. And waking up screaming, I'm Abel Kirby.
0: And uh, barely waking up at all, over here on the Brev Coast... I'm Lavish.
1: Lavish is here, and thank you so much for coming, Lavish. I appreciate it. Uh, unfortunately, you for having me. Unfortunately, Cold Acid couldn't make it tonight. Uh, he's having some DSLAM issues, I think, and some DSL sorts of issues. Oh, and, no. Uh, I think he does have internet so far as uh, I'll, I'll give you the report that I've seen, which is that it's just unreliable, and it's unconvincing that, that uh, we'll be able to pull off a show. So I think he's bowed out tonight, and uh, we... Thank you, uh, and I'll thank you on his behalf too for uh, being able to step in on short notice and uh, fill in and guest host.
0: Oh yeah, you got it. Well, I hope your technical issues get sorted out, cold acid.
1: Yes, uh, that's terrible. Yes, we need the uh, we need the show back on, firing on all cylinders. Uh, if he was available, I was I was still going to have you on, just so you know, but it'd just be a guest spot. But because he's, uh. Uh, I guess you get promoted to um, co-host today. Or filling co-host, <laughs> which is a All special right. special role. We've only had one before. Oh, no, we've had t- two, I think. Uh, Sir Seat Sitter's done it, and uh, I think we also had... Uh, but Bemrose actually did it once upon a time. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. An, e- an elite crew, I should l- have you know, that you've just joined. So,
0: Well, I am honored.
1: Uh, <laughs> and, uh, thank you. Uh, and I'll drink to that. Usually at the st- top of the show, I like to open a beer, and I've got a Budweiser here. Classic, uh, classic... American beer made no longer in America.
0: You've, but, it, you know, we call it in America around here. You got the America, you got the Bud. Bud America? Yeah, you know, like uh, around 4th of July, they, they change the Budweiser labels to the American flag.
1: Oh, they do, yes.
0: And so we just started getting around and calling them Americas because, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. That stunt, they do that every year. They do it every year. You know, they do it every year, and it works every time. It does. I love it. They've... They have changed the font a couple of times. A few years ago, I noticed that they changed the Budweiser font that the text was in. And uh, I was drinking enough of it that I noticed, though, the bartender hadn't. So maybe that says something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one of those uh, companies that they don't have to do much. Uh, they, they change the, the font every now and again, and that's about it. Yep. And they yep. build more factories and buy more companies.
1: It's kind of like Hershey's. <laughs> you just don't change it, I guess. Yeah. So they say.
0: They just keep going.
1: Mm-hmm forever well do you have a, a preferred uh beer by the way
0: uh well right now i'm just having some water uh but uh man i've been drinking a lot of good beer lately i was just up in the pacific northwest and i was just enjoying a brewery up there a logan brewery if anyone is in the seattle area that's a very very good one and then mm-hmm. around here we've got a lot of good breweries altamont uh, russian river if you're really fancy mm-hmm. and uh and beers of that nature no, no lack of breweries around here. I can tell you that.
1: Ah, well, I'll be up in Washington. The next time I'll be in Washington is in fall of next year, so it's almost a full year away. Uh, maybe more like nine months away. I'll, I should be up there. So, okay, uh, we'll keep that under my hat for a while. But it is planned. There's a professional conference that I'm on the hook to go to. So, we'll. Ooh. Yeah, I'll be there I'll for keep business. Keep
0: that in mind. You'll be yeah. there for business and perhaps a little pleasure on the side. Who knows?
1: Yes, yes. I'll bring my uh, my business associates, and I'll also bring my pleasure associates.
0: <laughs> <laughs> keep me in the keep me in the roto for that one.
1: Yes, I will. Let's see. Uh, I've I'm just I'm just enamored with travel, um, and every time that I think that I'm sick of it, I get the bug to go do it again. Mm-hmm. And I've, same, I've, same. I've just gone through that cycle a few times this year where at one point I was traveling for business, I was flying so much and so often I got so sick of flying, I actually started driving places. Even mm-hmm. if it was a full day, if it was a 12-hour drive, I'd say, well, you know what, it'd be a couple hours flight, but a 12-hour drive, I don't care, I just don't want to get on another goddamn plane.
0: Uh, it's a miserable experience no matter what. Even if the flight's only an hour and a half, you're still going to just be miserable the whole time from the yep. second you get in the airport to the second you leave
1: yep unfortunately but those are the stakes and you can't beat the fact you know being able to fly to the other side of the country in just a couple hours is uh nothing to shake a stick at there's a reason it got so popular it's but
0: the siren's call really
1: yeah it is pulls you right into that mountain <laughs> uh,
0: makes you overpay and it makes you go through all the rigmarole and ri- rigmarole yep yeah sorry regional dialect <laughs>
1: Is there what is the the local sayings? I guess you have hella in. uh,
0: Oh, it's hella, hella tight,
1: hella tight. Uh, Yeah. uh,
0: Yeah. You know, back in the old days, we used to have words like hyphy. People would throw words like hyphy around. Hyphy. Yeah. Are you familiar with the term hyphy?
1: Yeah, I think that's the little dash between words.
0: (laughs) Uh, Almost. If you did, if you shaved off the last third of it, then yes. Hyphy. What does hyphy mean? Uh, it means you're getting excited at, in a club situation, you are getting stoked, pumped. You're getting
1: hyphy. Getting hyphy. Wow. Uh,
0: Hyped, I guess. Maybe, maybe it's a a variation of hyped. Who knows? Mm.
1: Well, I grew up in the Northeast, as many uh, people know, you you may know the, um, the language up there, you had, of course, your wicked pisses and your pisses and all those. And those, are, th- those really weren't mine. Those were the Massachusetts people in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I don't do those quite so much. And the uh, South Shore Boston guys all had something. And every time I go back home there, I, I seem to pick up the ax- the dialect more. I know I have a little bit of it, but I pick it up more. <laughs> and for a day after I come back, I still have it. Yep. So it's, uh, it's infectious
0: yep but, if, if you ever go to the south, I find that happens to me start getting whatever southern uh, part you you're you're hanging out in mm mm-hmm. but uh yeah that that mass
1: crawls in <laughs> You have a favorite place in the south uh mm, no uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just anywhere but the south, huh uh
0: the places i I like the most in the South people don't consider the south uh, oh, I like I Austin, Texas. Which would not yeah. consider the South. I wouldn't
1: consider that the Southeaster either.
0: <laughs> I, I know another word uh, from the from where you're from that I think is familiar. If you're if, if you're familiar with the word "packy,"
1: packy. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna hit a packy on the way home. I'm I hit su- a packy. I used to say that in uh, I'd say that in Colorado. They thought I was gonna commit a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> no hey, one fun.
0: has any idea what that is over here. That is a purely East Coast thing.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, hit or the packy. Or you call up your bud, you say, uh, hey, man, I just blew a tranny. Can you give me a ride home?
0: Yeah, that's that means another something one. totally different over here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, up in, the, uh, in California, slightly different meeting.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can run yourself broke doing stuff like that. <laughs> Quite expensive these days.
1: Well, this is the Rare Encounter program. We have our website, rareencounter.net. And uh, if you're listening, you might be listening live on the Rare Encounter stream or the No Agenda stream We go on both. And at rareencounter.net, you can find all the information about when we're on, which is 7 p.m. Eastern time every Wednesday. Uh, we have a little chat room you can join, and I'd encourage you, if you're listening now, to hop in there. The, uh, the room is Rare Encounter. You can actually find the, the uh, chat room embedded on our webpage if you go to the Listen Live part of the page. So in the, send us little messages during the show. Talk back. It's a lot of fun. Um, I had a quick make good before we get too far. Uh, we had some boostograms that didn't make it at the end of last show. Uh, that no. they didn't get read out, even though they came in. There are four, uh, a, a a barrage of eighty-eight eighty-eights from Carolyn. Uh, there were actually four, and I'm just going to read the, uh, the text really fast. Carblades had, are those arms or teats on Grimace? We need to know. Also, next, have you ever seen John Benjamin and his van? One season, <laughs> best season. It's so good. No, I've never seen that, but I do have a poster for a little indie movie. Um, which is Jean-Claude Van Damme's Get That Damn Van. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: I need this now.
1: Yes, and it's a movie where someone plays, an, a different actor plays Jean-Claude Van Damme, and it surrounds him getting that damn van, and it had some... Uh, it It's just really dumb. It's a recursive kind of title, you know. It's uh, Perfect. Yeah. So, of course, the... um. No, I was looking for the clip. I guess I don't have it. Uh, We also had uh, Carolyn asking, "Find that poster." How do I get glossy eyes? Totally asking for a friend. Mm. I think there's Uh,
0: very expensive surgery, so just (laughs) don't even think about it.
1: You know, you get those matte eyes, uh, but they just don't stand out to the customers. You want those glossy eyes so that they know you're serious.
0: What kind of gloss does this come in? (laughs) Glitter gloss. Uh Oh. And then you sit there and you don't do it. It's not worth it. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Do you remember uh, those glitter commercials? Maybe they're still on, but I remember as a kid there'd be commercials for – if you were watching a show with a mixed audience, they would always have Boys and Girls Toys commercials in it. Uh, And the Girls Toys commercials always had glitter for for a year or two. It was just glitter on everything, glitter lipstick, glitter Barbie, glitter in her hair, glitter in your toe, whatever it was. It just had glitter on it. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Which is probably... I mean, what's worse for you than glitter? It can blind you. It gets into everything.
1: Yeah. It's, it's like sand. It's
0: terrible, yeah. Uh, plastic sand. Great. Okay.
1: Oh, I found the clip. Let me play this one clip. Get the damn van! There you go. <laughs> That's the yeah. uh, the one clip of damn van.
0: A taste. Mm-hmm. A teaser, if you will.
1: Oh, I think I have a couple more. Twice the love for half the price. Yeah, that was one of them. Also. I own this city! <laughs> yeah, clips from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some good ones. I like that one. I own- <laughs>
0: uh, always a great thing to declare.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, last one from Carolyn. She says, "Give the explosives to slice the load." Haven't they seen Demolition Man? And uh, thank you, Carolyn, for sending those in. Uh, you've got now officially credit
0: thirty-three. Thank you, baby.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also got just real quick a PayPal from uh, Byron Giant, who uh, sent in uh, nine dollars and sixty-nine cents, saying. Do the $0.69 cents qualify as penetration pay? Stay fruity, fellas. and Oh, my. Very interesting that this was sent in for Rare Encounter, but I think that's a reference to something uh, that happened on Behind the Schemes the other night. Hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll get to that. Uh, in the meantime, I want to get on with the show.
0: Uh, I mean, I will say real quick, you, you did a great job. I really enjoyed uh, you on Behind the Schemes the other night. <laughs> oh, thank was, you. I, I got to listen to probably about 80% of the show. It was mm. quite enjoyable.
1: Yes, it was, very, uh, it was very kind of Blueberry to ask and, uh, and have me on. Yeah. A lot of fun. But I want to talk about some, uh, some equipment that we might need in our lives. The, the first thing I have on my list is, of course, the Pet Harmonizer. <laughs> and have you heard of these uh, devices? I think they may be more popular in places like uh, Arizona. Um,
0: uh, pet Harmonizer? Is it like a, a piece of musical equipment?
1: No, it's a piece of microwave equipment. Oh my! Or, or something like that. It, and I put the link in the notes. I guess I'll, I'll uh, drop this so everyone can take a look at it. But this is the Q Wave oh series God. of products, and they're basically little bricks that you can plug into your wall. This one costs two hundred thirty nine dollars, and it comes with a AC adapter, and you can also get a optional car adapter. Hmm. Uh, I suppose. So if you were taking oh, your the
0: old school kind here too, look at those little plugs.
1: Yeah, if you want to take your pet to the vet. And this uh and this you know, pet requires to be harmonized. You uh you have to
0: Oh, <laughs> you you recalibrate their scalar field, I see.
1: Yes. And so I've uh I've always been interested in products like this that appear to just be ipso facto snake oil. Um, there's no possible way that it could be doing what they say. And there's no credible theory I can that, that's being presented. It just says, hey, we're doing something, and they never quite prove it. But uh, I always found it was fascinating. If it didn't cost so much, I would buy one and take it apart.
0: <laughs> yeah. but Oh, plus the $49 warranty. Come on now. You can't. That's, that's a rip.
1: Yes. You uh, know, there's a number of these wall wart type things that they say repel insects or do ultrasonic stuff that bothers bugs but not dogs. Um, I've always been a little bit skeptical of these uh, these sorts of devices, though I'm sure some of them, they can't all be bunk, but... This one in, in particular is really special because all it does is make your cat, I guess, meow. The picture of the cat, the before and after, just has a cat and then has a cat meow, meowing.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, uh, it doesn't take much to get them to do that. No. Uh, certainly not $300 worth of uh, microwave equipment.
1: Nope. And I uh, I, I, really want to know if it's microwave equipment. But they, this website has a whole slew of things that uh, you can Yet, including the Energizer. So they have a tabletop crystal Energizer. Ooh. $297.
0: Of course. Why wouldn't they?
1: And you can put your Poland spring, you can put your bottled water on top of the Energizer, and uh-huh, it becomes uh-huh. energized. I Perfect. Just, I'll read the copy for you. The Energizer is a revolutionary new technology that utilizes, and I, I always cue on the word utilizes, uh, I, I'm a, I'm a, I don't like the word utilizes. I think that the word used is succinct. And the is, word
0: is efficient enough.
1: Yeah, the uh, I get on people for using it, not for not utilizing for it. utilizing the word "utilize" because uh, I think it's often used by people who don't know what they're talking about. Sure. So I think it makes you sound dumb when you say it. That's Does by it
0: have a very uh, specific application in engineering. Like uh, like there's some sort of phrasing, and when you hear it, you go. Oh,
1: yeah, no. if you're writing a paper and you want to sound smarter than you are, you might try and put "utilize" in. Yeah, that's the application. Sure, that's just my opinion, though. But uh, I stick to it. No, the tabletop model is designed to be placed on your counter or table, and then you place the objects to be energized on top of the unit. So, mm. I think I'm in the wrong line of business. It's got all kinds of uh, all kinds of crazy products on here. I don't know how much Wonderful. they sell. See,
0: I'm looking at the chakra pendant, and it looks like a very professionally made device. With like, it's like a bop <laughs> uh, it looks like it's got all these, these little color buttons on it. And I guess you just bop it your way to a better chakra. Yeah. Balances you out.
1: So there you can, you, you can select, uh, it looks like you can select which chakra you want to work on. So you can set that to root chakra to be rocking your dick all day. Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: <laughs> uh, you could, uh, you know, if you're having some breathing <laughs> issues, just set it to that green chakra right in the middle. And there you go.
1: You're Uh, good to go. There you go. Problem communicating. You put up one of those on the top. I think that's the blue one.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Existential crisis. Yeah. That that big one on the top there, the purple one. Uh, (laughs) The lighthouse chakra.
1: The lighthouse chakra, yes. Yes. I'm going to connect myself to source. I just push the button. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. So that was a little bit of a throwaway, but I I like looking at the pictures of these things. Uh, There's a... It's... It's always interesting to see what uh, what kind of packaging and claims can be made about something uh, like that. So,
0: And how old school these websites can get. Look at this website. This is a Windows 95 website. <laughs> this is great. I love this.
1: Oh, I just found the success magnet. Oh, yes. The success magnet. The success magnet. So you can get a magnet... <laughs> that brings you success the law of attraction magnet for motivation creativity and success
0: oh i thought that's just what they called you in
1: high school oh boy the success magnet (laughs) no that's not what they called me at all oh well i think it's i think after uh, after this i think we we need to put kind of the bunk stuff aside we should do some real therapy on this show what do you think
0: uh real therapy on the show why not
1: yeah. Okay. So we did this uh, last episode. I've been thinking I should bring it back, and just to kind of help our our listeners who maybe they got a bad experience with clowns. Mm-hmm. We've done a couple bits on yeah, a couple bits on clowns and. Uh, well, it's just. The following is an experimental video
0: therapy program for my son Ronald Yoder Jr. He is afraid of clowns. He will watch my program four times daily until he is no longer afraid of clowns. You ready, folks? Feel free to use this video to help your own small children get over their fear of clowns. We're doing it again. Begin. Okay, here we go. Look at the clown.
1: Look at the clown, Lavish. Look at the
0: clown. Look at the 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 clown.
1: Look at the clown. Look at the clown. Look at the clown. Look at the clown. Are you feeling better yet? Look at the clown. Uh, look at the clown. Look at the clown. Look at the clown. Yes, look at the clown. Uh, look at the clown. Love the clown. Love the clown. Oh. there's your clown. My God. And so there's your therapy session.
0: Woo! Quite therapeutic. Thank you. Oh,
1: dear. Oh, man. As
0: everyone knows, I do not fear the clown. Uh, the clowns fear me.
1: <laughs> now, there were some crazy uh, clown stories that showed up on Rare Encounter before. Uh, they were uh, quite good. And the uh, the subject matter of them has always bothered me a little bit. It always seemed like it was a clown who was going to die.
0: Oh? You're talking about these anonymous uh clown stories that you were getting
1: yes we were we received through the mail through unmarked envelopes a uh, which is interesting i'm not sure how the postman got up to us but there they were I'm not
0: sure either it just happened yeah
1: <laughs> and uh they, they always had some very dire way of uh, of describing like the clown was gonna die i think one was just about a clown that was drowning the drowning clown
0: well there was one about a drowning clown but the other ones they're they were fine they lived well, Most of the clowns lived. It was just the one that died. The one that came in uh about the drowning clown was a little dark, I know. But mm. it, it had a it had a very important moral. And that moral was uh
1: learn to swim. <laughs> learn to swim, folks. Our country is being destroyed. That is what happens if you don't learn to swim.
0: Bit by bit, you know. That's how the West was won. <laughs> You know they cross the delaware learn to swim people it's the American way
1: yeah. I have um one more thing that's clown adjacent and this is uh in in my notes there's a there's a under the heading of tinky Winky, uh, mm, mm-hmm. a a series of cosplay uh photos that I just wanted to share with the world. I don't think it's fair for uh for this to go by without the entire audience of Rare Encounter getting to experience it. And these are the Teletubby cosplay uh, set, which recently uh, showed up on a particular website. I think the website's not safe for work, so be careful with it.
0: Yes, NSFW. Uh, yes. Wow. They really do have just whatever it is, the cosplay will get to it
1: eventually. Whatever you're into. And so if you want girls dressed up as uh, the Teletubbies and doing all sorts of things with each other, uh, this is it. But I... I really wanted to bring this up because I've seen a lot of these cosplay photo sets, and a lot of them are pretty generic. They're uh, they're not creative, they're not interesting, and this one just has some special energy mm-hmm. that that is lacking from other uh, from other similar products out there. And uh, I I was hoping that we could just flip through some of these together and uh, and sort of discuss what we're seeing so that the the audience can enjoy it too. Do you have anything? Do you have it in front of you?
0: uh yeah i do i've got it up here um, uh number 16 maybe number 16 i think that's got what we started 16 on. here
1: <laughs> yeah and then 17 and we've got like some uh some kissing action
0: there's a lot of chaos and energy going on here <laughs> these is. cosplayers look like they're very fun people
1: yes and they have these platform shoes very mm-hmm. bold choice for teletubbies
0: Oh, and they match too. I gotta commend them. They, so the the platform shoes match their outfits and their stockings.
1: Yep, the and their fi- gloves. The fingerless gloves, absolutely a must. Yep, very important. There's if-
0: actually now that I really pay attention to this, there's a lot of time and an effort put into these costumes. Right, uh, I'm thinking.
1: Now they have the the a great theme background. They have this sunny uh, blue sky backdrop on astroturf. So they're mm-hmm. matching the Teletubby set.
0: Beautiful, it's very beautiful. beautiful. Now I, I have to admit, I am familiar with one of these cosplayers. Oh yes, yes. Uh, the this Nick the Pixie character, who is the red one.
1: Ah yes, Poe.
0: <laughs> yes, I've seen her around before. I'm not into the to the cosplay thing in, in a huge way myself, but this lady I've seen just like on Instagram, <laughs> and she's Australian. And I'm telling you, man. Every time it's those Australians, I don't know what they're putting in the water down there, but keep doing it.
1: <laughs> just keep pumping it in.
0: Just keep doing that. Whatever you're doing, in Australia, keep doing it.
1: Yep. So this was just, I, I wanted to do it as a joke at first where I said, oh, this is, look how crazy and, and, uh, and, and, uh, like, messed up this is. But that it actually is a really good photo shoot. It actually has so much good energy inside it. And it's, Like hypersexual too, at the same time. So, absolutely. But but it's uh, you could. What you said is right. Funny. They
0: they 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 look like they're having a good time. You know, you've seen cosplays where the girls. I don't know they or the guys or whatever. They they're just dressing up. But these gals are having a good time.
1: (laughs) Yes. So um, now that I know what my next cosplay is, uh, I'm thinking.
0: Oh, you gotta find three (laughs) friends though. (laughs)
1: Gotta find three friends. If I had three (laughs) friends that I could dress up as Teletubbies.
0: Well, three friends and you all had a, some sewing gear and yeah. some and some cloth. Man, this, this is some real deal <laughs> stuff here and some wigs. Man, there's a lot going on. Yeah,
1: it's good stuff. Now, I've thought about getting into photography not not exactly cosplay photography, but it's one of those things that I've had to give up over the years. the uh, The mantra that I have is: every time you decide to do something, you give up all the other things you could have done instead. And At one point, I was interested in some visual arts, and I was looking at, um, you know, film and uh, just visual um, storytelling. And I just gave up on it, 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 and I got to audio only. But for a very short period of time, I got to work on some things, and it's always been, um, it's always been interesting to me when I see someone do it well. And I'll Mm -hmm. tell you, some over the last couple years, some of the visual. um, arts have—they seem to have just. Let's say that the median level is much higher these days.
0: Surely, um, surely um,
1: among the amateurs, it's uh, it's just amazing what the uh, the tutorials and the the people who help each other online get better at this. Actually, uh, mm-hmm. actually accomplish, you know.
0: The medium this seems to grow, and it seems to benefit from having a generation of people be in it for a while.
1: Oh yeah. It's like yeah. in Hollywood, right? So there were a couple places where they really figured out film. I think uh, New York had a good film scene. Um, and I'm talking about like right at the beginning of film. when we, At first, everyone was doing it. And then the people who really kind of figured it out fell into some were in New York. Um, a lot of them went to California, I think, in the 50s. And, and uh, New York got sort of drained out. And of course, the Hollywood a little had bit. taken over. Right. But there's other little sects um of places where things seem to get done and like music recording you know you had a culture in um like muscle shoals where they just figured it out they figured out something that was interesting and they kept going and and so it kind of because of those geographically um centered skills like the people who knew it were all concentrated in one place and so there's little little hubs like that. And what I haven't really found is photography. I'm guessing it's got to be like New York city or something like that, but
0: it's tough because everybody does photography, especially people who are in rural areas who are in decentralized areas. If you go out anywhere, for example, I was going through the black Hills of Dakota. There are a lot of great photographers out there that are taking pictures of all of, all of that beautiful land and you would never know because they're just perfectly content being out in the mountains. Mm. But when you go there and you see their, they've, you know, they got their stuff set up out in downtown and uh, it's gorgeous. It's just as good as anything else you'll ever find. And I think that also the technology hasn't plateaued so much, but there's been a, there's been a transition from the old camera technology to digital Mm -hmm. and digital has, has been able to kind of take root for about five, 10 years. And professionals have really been able to get to know it. And while that, techn- that technology does advance, it's really just people's familiarity and comfortability with using a digital medium versus the, the classic old, you know. If you were a real photographer 20 years ago, you didn't use digital. No. You would never be caught dead using digital.
1: No. But then you had to develop all your own photos because yeah. you, you don't trust the, uh, the Photoshop to get, get it Right.
0: It was much more technically difficult to manage, and now all it takes is a computer and a laptop, or I'm sorry, a laptop and a, and a camera.
1: Yep. Some of those tools have come a long way too. Um, mm-hmm. I use GIMP uh, professionally, not really for art, but f- sometimes for photo analysis and stuff, or um, just just cropping things and resampling them so, so that they fit a format properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that tool has really... I must have brought this up on the show before, but I'll say it again. That tool has really gotten better in the last ten years. Mm-hmm. As an it's alternative, been around
0: that long GIMP has been around for ten years.
1: Uh, GIMP has been around for quite some time. I don't actually know where it started, but uh, we're talking about the GNU Image Manipulation Program, and it's an old one. I, mm-hmm. Initial release, 1998. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, it that's a, a a piece of software that at one time was completely unusable. Sure, and now it does pretty much everything you'd that you would want to do in terms of a general photo editor. It doesn't do a lot of the tricks and the the new signal processing that photoshop does mm-hmm. um Photoshop has a lot of really uh, i'd say innovative um processing techniques that have been baked in. So it's usually the way I understand it goes is someone at a university publishes some algorithm or a proof of concept, or there's literature on a faster way to do some process. And then Photoshop is usually the one who has the money uh, to take those, either hire the kid who came up with it or take their work and license it and get it baked into the product and actually tested and straightened out and improved and, and ready, for, uh, ready for market. Not. But
0: the reach that adobe has i wouldn't be surprised they oh, yeah. a lot of that a lot of that process because everything that they use in the universities everything they use at the big movie studios it's all um adobe yeah
1: what a scam i know <laughs> <laughs> what a scheme what a scheme indeed um uh, so lavish i wanted to talk to you a little bit about music while you were here because i don't get to talk about technical music uh I wanted to get the rundown from you. What have you been up to in terms of bands and playing, and uh, how's that whole situation going?
0: Well, we just had a a really raucous summer. Uh, The summer's, everything's kind of petered out now because we wanted it to, because we were playing at least once, twice a week uh, Mm -hmm. for about four months, and that was a lot of fun. There's a lot of people that wanted to get out and see live music because everybody's been in lockdown. Yep so this was kind of the big summer of love the big return the first full summer that everyone was okay with going out and seeing live music and there's been a lot of great bands coming through i mean everybody's been sitting at home i recently just saw iron maiden oh yeah they just came through it's always a big act you know they're they're uh what a show It's it was like a broadway production the way that it was done these massive set changes and uh, bruce dickinson the the singer you know he's running around doing costume changes mm-hmm. and jumping off of stuff. He's got flamethrowers.
1: But did he he didn't dress as a teletubby though? Uh
0: unfortunately not. <laughs> we should write him. We should write him. Uh yeah, it's been, there's been a lot going on. How about you? what's been going on with you, the live music thing?
1: Oh, live music's been I've been watching a little bit of live music. I haven't been playing much. Uh I've been I, I got a couple songs drafted and playing for uh for a music project and then the whole thing really stalled. Um there's, there's a future to Abel and the Wolf. Uh, and it's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's, the hope was that we would do a follow-up album at the end of this year, and it's just not happening right now. Um,
0: well, the fact that you guys have made an album at all already should be excellent. So you just got to do it at your own pace, is mm-hmm. what I'd say. Especially yeah, with the fact that he's just had his fourth child in a row in like five years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not five, not literally, but almost.
1: Yeah, but when when he. We made that album in the wrap-up. He had his third child. <laughs> <I don't laughs> well, think... it doesn't get easier. <laughs> so we'll see. And by the way, congratulations to Spencer and on, uh, yes, on that. Um, Baby Sam. Baby Sam. The uh, That might be a worthwhile to take a quick step aside and talk about uh, some of the podcasts out, out there, the ones that I listen to. Uh, Bowl After Bowl. Just had their episode two hundred ten called "You're Eating Peen." Yeah, and of course. I, I have in my notes "Happy Birthday, Samuel." Um, <laughs> Grumpy old Benz had a episode two hundred four today. Alexa fail that they record uh, before rare Encounter sometime in the midday uh, last mm-hmm. night on Behi- was last night the night before last on behind mm-hmm. the schemes. Oh, it all goes so fast. What's a sun dog? Was episode one hundred twenty nine. And uh, I think they had a special guest on that night. Hmm.
0: Uh-huh. There was, of course, uh, <laughs> this gentleman right here, Abel Kirby, was on there with Boo oh. Check it out. Episode 129, What's a Sundog?
1: What's a Sundog? Um, What's ab- up, dog? Abs of a six-pack, had it. Uh, 174. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Uh, who's there? <laughs> What's up?
0: It's me, Wait. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is the uh, the kind of joke you could hear on episode one seventy four. Knock knock, which of course was absent a six pack with uh, this guy right here. Uh, that's lavish. right,
0: that's right. We all guest hosted this week.
1: Mm. Well, we all
0: every- did. I did everybody's show, but mine.
1: We are all shuffled around. This is must be the end of the year. It must be. Let's see. Hog story had episode three hundred twenty eight recorded Monday, but it's not yet posted as far as I saw. So. Uh, Don't have the, the title. The Hog, for it.
0: The Hog. Every Monday night, 5 o'clock uh, Pacific, 7 o'clock Central.
1: And uh, last one on my list, I've got Dad's Anime Podcast uh, by Dad at uh, shipposter.club with uh, Cool Boy Mew and Full Metal. And this one was a mini episode five, is what actually came out. Dad reviews 22 of the 100 Girlfriends. <laughs> hmm.
0: Like uh, anime girlfriends? Like, like waifus? Waifus?
1: I think that's what it is. Uh, you should uh. check out the episode. Uh, I think that was the title of something, actually. Uh, um, I haven't listened to the mini episode, I'll confess. But I have gotten feedback on behalf of Dad's Anime Podcast. Feedback is coming to me, and I don't know why. <laughs> but I, I actually got some text messages, uh, one one about it, saying that they've been enjoying Dad's Anime Podcast. So... I hmm. guess I'll pass that on to them. <laughs> well, over from your neck of the woods, we have a uh, little story that caught my eye before. This was from Fortune, and this is about Elon Musk. Oh, Elon. Oh, Elon, and uh, the particulars of the story are Elon Musk installing beds at the Twitter headquarters.
0: Wait a minute. People sleeping at their workplace in Silicon Valley? It Who seems? could have ever thought of such a thing?
1: <laughs> no, this is the uh, Tuesday um, a re- confirmed uh, report in Forbes that he bought beds and brought them into the social media company headquarters uh, after city officials said that they planned to launch an inspection on the premises. So there's some other funny business going, up, going on here. But oh, I, definitely. Bringing the cots into work, I don't know. I'd like to see what these beds look like. Um, you think they're they're uh,
0: jank, as
1: they say? Well, they could be cots. They could be. Oh, uh, no, no, I don't see anything. Uh, ah, I thought it was. It looks like an air mattress. That's not what it is. I was promised beds. I want beds with a uh, curtains around them, or maybe even pods. I think those pods would be pretty good. You oh, know, like the Japanese pods with pods? The wheels.
0: You just wheel in the pod.
1: Oh, yeah. Sleep in it. You could have a pod that, um, while you're inside sleeping in the pod, the pod gets loaded onto some wheels, and then they shoot you down the highway so you can go home and wake up at home.
0: Perfect. Or if you're at work, you know, maybe you've got a little uh, joystick in there, and you kind of, like, zip around the office
1: in your little pod. <laughs> that, sounds, uh, that sounds dangerous. Well,
0: yeah, but... No pain, no gain. I mean, mm. we're talking about innovation here.
1: Now, as long as they're not the pods from that movie, Moon, uh, that would that uh, mm, mm-hmm. that would uh, that would be not a good way to end things. But uh, have you seen that one? That was the, uh, I think it was Moon Sam with, Rockwell. Uh,
0: Sam Rockwell, yeah. I, I do not recall the part with the pods. It must oh, a long time oh, ago. I, I won't
1: spoil part. it then.
0: <laughs> oh, my. I got to rewatch that one.
1: Yes, there's a particular pod in there that, uh, that you get in to go home.
0: Oh, and does it turn you into uh, a milkshake or something? <laughs> I Turning think it does. A, a slushy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it turns you into
1: a little pile of ashes. <laughs>
0: oh, everyone's favorite.
1: <laughs> uh, but you go in there, your tour of duty is over. You get in the pot, you go home.
0: That's true. Game over. Yep. Have you been paying attention to this Elon Musk Twitter thing at all? Do you, Have you ever been a Twitter guy, Abel?
1: Uh, I used to be. I I deleted a Twitter account um, that I had had since twenty. 12 or 13. And oh, okay. I, and I did it on Rare Encounter. I, I was deleting all sorts of things. I deleted a Steam account. I think account. I remember
0: you doing this.
1: And um, I did open a new one uh, for the sake of testing lightning things because at the time there was a lot of buzz about implementing lightning payments on Twitter, and I wanted to check it out and see how it integrated. And so for a um, technical reason, I decided it was worth it to have the get an account. So I opened up a, a new one. I got the same handle back. No one else wants to be Abel Kirby but me,
0: mm-hmm. and uh, it's that's that's fine.
1: Mostly vacant. I think I retweeted a couple things on there, but yeah, I have been following Elon Musk. By the way, I've been following the Elon Musk situation. Um, what? Do, how do you feel about that? Uh, did you see the Twitter files part one?
0: I did see the Twitter files, and I thought it was kind of old news. It wasn't really hashing out much. It, it put it in a very public place, but it didn't seem like anything particularly knew that they were adding to the table uh but you know
1: well i liked it in the sense that it really gave the um the confirmation and there's a lot of yes a lot of people have been running with this oh we knew that 10 years we knew that last year we knew that two years ago yep. and what is critical is that you didn't actually know that you had supposed it you had a hypothesis that that was going on and then the confirmation tells which is coming through this report is telling you that you are right. And Surely. in the in the absence of the confirmation, you can continue to believe that you're right, but if you're if you're being serious about trying to figure out what's going on in the world and why things are um what's what's really going on behind the scenes you always have to be in the back of your head until you get confirmation, you have to consider the fact that you were wrong.
0: This is true. This is of course very true and Elon has been doing nothing but uh but trying to be as entertaining as possible by releasing, <laughs> I think so. Whatever he can, all the time. If you actually hang out on Twitter, you'll see he, he's on there all day long, and he responds to questions that people ask him. And you know, hey, we're we gonna see this. Oh yeah, soon. Check it out. And it, there's something just so fresh and exciting about the fact that this guy wants to watch the world burn. Who knows what his uh, who knows what his real motives are? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you could say that he's just a guy who's enjoying himself, who truly wants to be an advocate for free speech and for open information and anti-corruption and things like that. But, you know, you never know. You never know what's going on.
1: I think he's definitely playing a PR angle here. but the uh, Most definitely. The, his advantage is that he can, he does if he releases a bunch of information that makes pre-Elon Twitter look like a bunch of fools or a bunch of just corrupt cronies, yeah. it, it makes him look great and he knows it and so he's uh he can exaggerate he can do whatever he wants to. He
0: definitely enjoys doing that. He loves making Twitter cool again and making it everything that they said that he wouldn't, you know. Mm. It's great. And showing it for what a sham it was, how awful and toxic Twitter uh place Twitter was, you know, before he came around.
1: Yeah, I, I you could read in in the because we got to see the um emails, internal communications in people's own words. Um you can really figure out what a person's about or or get a better idea of what they're about if you can read enough of those. And so that little glimpse, especially a lot of these people were pretty private. They wouldn't talk about these things publicly, even though you could suspect what their opinions were. The tone in those emails was uh, uh, really, really said it all. Even if you ignore some of the subjects, some of the tone was was very much about how are we going to make ourselves look good? And it wasn't about how we're going to do the right thing. Which right. you can expect from a PR department, but at the same time, the PR department, and, and they were talking about the, I think it was the Hunter Biden laptop story, which and it wasn't even about the Hunter Biden laptop story. It was a New York Post article that was about emails between um, Biden and, I think it was the big man, <laughs> the... Or someone who is alleged to be Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. I'm trying to remember Mm. the details now. It's been two years. But anyway, the the story was not about leaked photos. It it was an ancillary fact um, that was brought up in the reporting about drug abuse and different sort of uh, debauchery that may or may not have been happening. But the story wasn't about that. It was only about that if you asked the mainstream media. Hey, what was the story about? Oh, they got him, and he uh, was—they found drug paraphernalia in a photo. You know, that's what they said the story was about. That was never what it was about. The—the it was about corruption, right? And so, it's a sleight of hand that said the sensationalist story is less damaging. So just, so what we have to lose, just push it. Sure. So, anyway, um, despite the fact that it. that it was being suppressed i think the word did get out a lot and
0: uh i, I think don't. the word gets out i think people see see the writing on the wall easy enough and it's nice to actually have the core of evidence if that is the right way of putting it but uh, yeah it's, it's it's there's so much in life that's just them scrambling to uh, explain or justify something that came from the top <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh we did this because this everyone goes oh, okay but everyone knows that's not why they did
1: that. I just I just want to see Hunter Biden's clown orgy.
0: I mean, I I do too.
1: If he I was, really do. I really want
0: to see, he, see the clown
1: if, orgy. When those files get released, we eat the Hunter Biden Teletubbies orgy. Uh, that would be the day.
0: We should have a clown orgy and then Photoshop <laughs> uh, Hunter's face over us. All of us. Over us. So it's like eight clown hunters.
1: Thank winky ooh
0: yes, indeed, now we're cooking
1: <sighs> oh, I had these uh I was gonna play these clips on rare Encounter, uh but it was playing them i won't I won't belabor them, but the uh They were all from, uh, I played them up behind the schemes last night. These are all the Manitoba Swirl bits.
0: We in Canada, it's just called, for us, it's just called the move since everyone knows it. But internationally, it's known as the Manitoba Swirl.
1: Yeah, the Manitoba Swirl. (laughs) Canadian men
0: and, of course, women.
1: Yeah, Canadian men and women do it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Lavish, do you know how to do the Manitoba Swirl?
0: I don't. Oh, you don't. That's too bad. Or maybe I do, but I just don't know I do. (laughs) To do the Manitoba Swirl.
1: Yes, the Manitoba Swirl.
0: Oh, maybe I do the Manitoba Swirl right Yeah, again. the
1: Manitoba Swirl. Mm.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, of course. I'm from Winnipeg.
1: The Manitoba Swirl. That was stupid. <laughs>
0: yeah, I learned it from a Calgary gal. They have girls up there? Some of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like there should be a Dumb and Dumber sort of movie. Uh... Hey, they have girls up there? We got to get to Calvary. Calgary. Calgary. Yep. Cal, we got get, Cal, get the calvary to Calgary.
0: We're traveling to Calvary, Canada.
1: Calvary, Canada.
0: <laughs> the province of Calvary.
1: Oh, uh, what was that um Is it Calgary? Now there's a there's a third word which rhymes or or sounds very similar to that and had a, a separate meaning that um it was being used in uh, Wow, I can't, if I could remember the word, I could explain it. I just can't remember uh, what it is now. Shit. I,
0: I don't even know what else could sound like Calgary other than cavalry.
1: It was cavalry, Calgary, and there was a third one, and I'm just killing myself now. Maybe the chat knows. I'll take a look real fast. Nah, no one knows what I'm talking about.
0: Dorothy Kilgallen.
1: No. <laughs> no.
0: You know that Dorothy Kilgallen?
1: No, I don't know what that is.
0: Oh, that's such a... No, nah, I'll tell you later. That's That's too much. Everybody <laughs> else just... Look it up.
1: All right, so we got nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine stats from Fletcher coming in at the show. He says, "I prefer to look at the clouds."
0: Do not we all? You can
1: look at the clouds. 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 Look at the clown. Look at the clouds. Look at the clown. Look at the clouds. Look at the clown. Look at the clown. Look at the clown. No, don't look at the clown. Look at the clown. Don't look at the clown. Oh, don't look at the clown. Don't look at the clown, guys. Look at the clown. No, don't look at the clown. Look at the clown. Don't look at the clown. Look at the clown. Look at the clown. No, don't look at the clown. Look at the clown. I'll find us a room and some members. Punch. But I don't know why I had that on my board. That's like you know what I like to drink when I'm at a party. Punch. Mm. Mm, love me some ponch. Little some extra in it. One <laughs> ponch. Everybody, one clap.
0: One <laughs> clap this time.
1: Okay, I've got a music project that's been in the. Uh, it's been something I've wanted to do for a long time, and it's not even my idea. It's a, I, I heard it from somewhere else, but no one had the wherewithal to do it. And it's uh it's the Cupid Shuffle, right? That's the name of that song. The Cupid Shuffle. The Cupid Shuffle. I'm unfamiliar. Oh, isn't that... It's a line dancing song. Uh... Well, there's, there's a couple of these songs that have instructions inside them, right? So sometimes um, there'll be a, a different kinds of almost like a square dance, right? So we could use a square dance as an example where they have instructions for what you should do. Truly. And, and they've reused this concept over the years in the 90s and 2000s. There's a couple songs that did that. Serpent <laughs> mm-hmm. says, We're doing the Manitoba Swirl and the Cupid Shuffle. The uh, idea would be you do a procedure. You get your dancing, your high heeled Teletubby shoes on. Mm -hmm. It's a procedurally generated song that goes on forever. Oh, perfect! So you run. You basically write a program whose output is this continuous stream that. has the song sampled inside it and so it just never ends and it gives you random instructions so it's like you know and now to the left and now to the left and now to the left okay and so if you get too many in the row
0: to the right jump jump left jump and on
1: and on and on and on (laughs) yeah but if you jump left and then right and then left and you do it three more times it's a stalemate I'm just letting oh. you know that's
0: how it works. Well, if you wanted to turn right, couldn't you also just turn left three times?
1: <laughs> that would be turning wrong, actually.
0: That would be... Whoa, t- whoa, 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 whoa. Don't get semantic here.
1: <laughs> you know, they, they always tell you to turn to the left or turn to the right, but they never tell you to fall over and roll around.
0: They never tell you to just be yourself.
1: They don't tell you to, to, to take out your gun and shoot yourself.
0: Now, if the AI ever got their hands on this, they would put us in a perpet- they would put us in hell. It would be our hell forever. They'd lock us in this giant room, <laughs> and they'd force us to do this forever to 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 make uh, you know power for them. Or it's something. not
1: I the cute—that's Satan Shuffle. Now burn in hell. Now burn in hell. Now <laughs> burn in hell. Now burn in hell. Now burn in hell. Now burn in hell.
0: Repent. <laughs> <laughs> Two repents this time. <laughs> Three, inhale, Mary. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Every time you fuck up, they put you just through in, 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 a, in a chute that just sends you even further down.
1: This you know, rosary's like two feet long. What's wrong? <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs>
0: Three hops this time, and on and on forever.
1: Oh, you know what we could do? We could get a rosary-type device with colored beads, but it's the Cupid Shuffle. So you could that, remember. You could count it, right? You can count it, and then you'd know when the humps are. It'd if be there like, are any
0: Catholics, you're lucky the Catholics don't listen to the show.
1: Well, they'd be really mad, but I don't care. I'm do- i am am not I'm just saying that string of beads is a great way to encode information.
0: Uh, you know, I bet those girls that dressed up as telety they would agree, and they'd... They could probably stash away some beads of information.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, one bead to remember, one bead to forget. Uh, sorry, I had to do one. I had to do it for cold acid. <laughs>
0: yes. I had to do it for cold acid.
1: Oh dear. Well, we've got. Uh, let's see. I've got some Christmas gifts. I'm going Christmas shopping. You going Christmas shopping at all?
0: Unfortunately, yes. Mm. Uh, I like to do that early on because why not?
1: I'm looking yeah. for some gifts, and uh, I've I've had a couple on my mind. Some some things I need to get something for my dad, and uh, and uh, I wasn't really sure what to get. So I went on to 4chan, and I was reading some posts. I mm-hmm. I caught one.
0: This is where you go to to get Christmas gifts.
1: Yeah, and get so there's ideas. some. So people were talking about different kinds of. Uh, <laughs> Billy Bones says he does the truffle shuffle. Yes.
0: <laughs> you gotta have the right
1: shirt to do that. You gotta have the right shirt to do the truffle shuffle. Mm-hmm. No, these are uh, people complaining about the uh, that they can't find good gifts, and they're suggesting other different gifts to each other. And there's a particular Japanese poster who comes on and mm-hmm. exclaims. He tells the entire thread of all these stupid things they're doing, and he says, "Air fryers, Fitbits, smart appliances." He says these are the shittiest gifts you could ever buy someone. Ring doorbell camera, subscription services, and then gives a list and says. According to Fortune, these are the best gifts that you should buy your relatives this year. Are you ready for the list? I am ready. All right. One, a sex doll replica of Tifa Lockhart. Two, an automatic shotgun. Three, half a Bitcoin. Four, vitamin D. Five, a full phase respirator with filters for biohazardous gases. And five, a nice big hug.
0: I would take all those things. (laughs) I think
1: it's fantastic.
0: Wait a minute. Am I a 4chan guy? Oh, no. I think so. Backslash our guy.
1: <laughs> so there, there's your shopping list. A sex doll replica of Tifa Lockhart. I like the second one. An automatic shotgun. An those...
0: automatic. You don't want to pump? No. We're not living in the 80s anymore. We're And by the 1880s, I mean.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you With want one of those. Auto shoddy. You know, when the SWAT team busts down your door, you think they bring a pump action? I don't no. know. No. You think they bring a sawed off 12 gauge, you, you dummy? No. Combat rock. Combat rock. You get bodied with the shoddy, rocked with the Glock, twisted with the biscuit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. God damn. I'm going like to go down to Walmart cat. right
0: now, motherfucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we have this. Uh, next time you're in the uh, Ohio area, I know that you you visit these lands. Every once in a while.
0: I get around this, this great nation uh, now, time and time
1: again. I want to know if you've ever been to Rural King. Uh, in Ohio? Or anywhere. No,
0: nah, just the, you know where I went, just the one time. That was the only time I'd ever been to Ohio. That oh. was the Cleveland area, and
1: that was it. Well, there's a local store called Rural King. It, it may be in different places, but it is a very Rural cool King. Rural King. And they sell, um, if, you need, if you needed to fill up your welder gas tanks, you need acetylene. You can buy it there. You can also buy chickens. You can also buy. Mm. Uh, you can also buy dry goods. Okay. If you, okay. <laughs> <if> you want to <laughs> buy a gallon drum of coffee, I think you can get one there. Um, so when the power goes out, this is where people are going. Oh yeah, and they've got tractor supply shit. They got um, yard stuff, lawn furniture, but they also have a great selection of um, of uh, just firearms in the back.
0: Excellent. Like a lot,
1: of, a lot of cool ones and some novelty stuff, stuff that you wouldn't find in, uh, like they get the pink guns and the funny colored guns and stuff like that. So, Uh-huh, uh, which is, you know, everybody a
0: lo- needs that one.
1: Alongside all the classics. And, a nice uh,
0: Glock, you know, just to get you to the store. Mm-hmm.
1: They had the Judge was for sale there. Uh, that was Adam Curry's gun that I believe he pulled on this week in tech.
0: The Judge, is, is that the forty five or something? something uh, it's stupid big, like that?
1: It is a big, big old caliber uh uh handgun. Or is it a nine millimeter? It looks like a it's not a nine millimeter. It's bigger than that. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, hmm. They had a couple, let's see, the Taurus Judge, I believe is that that is what it is. Oh the Judge Chamber. Oh it is a 45. It's a 45. Okay. It sure looks bigger than that. <laughs> Hooah. Uh, maybe this was a special one. Anyway, a snub-nosed it's a Snub nosed
0: bastard, the thing will kill you that thing will murder you
1: i would recommend visiting a rural king if you ever see one yeah billy bone says it's a redneck walmart is that's a great way to describe it
0: redneck walmart as if walmart wasn't redneck already all right great perfect
1: (laughs) well uh i think we're rapidly drawing to the end of the the program here uh we've got maybe one or two minutes to go uh is there anything you wanted to bring up or or say or promote before we wrap it up
0: um uh, I I don't believe so. Just check out behind the schemes, I suppose, every Monday night. That's that's where Booberry and I hang out. But other than that, I you know, I'll come on this show, I'll come on uh, Sir Sir Seats show. You know, I like to dip in the ink.
1: And do to do
0: the Manitoba swirl. Yeah. The Manitoba yeah. swirl?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't look at the clowns. Yes, don't look at the clowns at all. You don't want to look at the clowns.
0: You don't want to look at the clowns. It startles them. It's not them. the clowns you're looking for.
1: It's like looking at a whore. Like, if you stare at the clown, thinks you're going to eat it. It's just how it's wired. Mm-hmm. It makes
0: Schrodinger's a Schrodinger's clown. Just spooks them. It's no good. Don't do it. You leave the
1: clowns. Don't touch the clowns. Let the clowns touch you. That is exactly my motto. I love it. Lavish, it's been excellent having you on here. Uh, it's been a
0: pleasure, uh, Mr. Abel Kirby. Thanks for having me. <laughs>
1: this is been a lot of fun of course and hopefully by next week cold ass will have his DSL connection uh, sorted out and we can have a, a show with him back but uh, maybe he'll get his ASL yeah. <laughs> until then I've been Abel Kirby yeah, and I've been lavish keep it fruity boys down and I had a good woman